Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. so much to catch up on from last week because immediately after we recorded yes video surfaced that i described to you but then analysis of the video of Holy Child and chris pine at the darling of Venice or whatever was that harry styles spit on chris pine so we're yes. just gonna pick up from where we left off last week real what did you think initially when you saw that video um, so actually, so yeah, so two things happened kind of immediately after we recorded. First, you sent me that you described um, the video of Harry um, talking about the movie the way he keeps saying it's like a real movie. But then you sent My it to me. My favorite thing about the movie is that it's like a movie. But you actually sent me the you actually sent me the clip, and yeah. I was like, oh. And then so before before last week. Um, I never really had uh, an opinion of Harry Styles, one way or the other. I'm not a, I don't know what the Harry Styles fans call themselves, a Harry Maniac or whatever, whatever it's called. <laughs> Harry Maniac. I don't know. <laughs> Stylers. They call Stylers. That's terrible. Um, it's so bad. Not even so- stylists. Wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah. Stylers. Anyway, go ahead. Um. No, no, that's fine. Um, so I was like, "Oh, Harry's a dummy." I, you know, I have he's just he's just a moron. And then, like twenty minutes after that, you sent me the link of where you know they say, "Oh my God, he cri- he actually spit on Chris Pine." And I was like, "That's it, Harry Styles. I am done with him for life." Um, now I know subsequently um, there have been denials, and it seems like he may not have spit on Chris Pine. I think that's the story that that's the official story. In my mind, he has spit on Chris Pine. There's no coming back. Me and Harry Styles are done forever. 
<laughs> yeah, he he he's we we thought he's better. Now a lot of the analysis was also that it may have just been that he went because he sat down, and then when he sat yeah. down, it said like that maybe like sweat or something fell on him. The other thing that Ray Sani said, which was so funny, was that it looks. <laughs> It looks like if you watch Chris Pine, it looks like he's clapping. Then he looks down. He sees his sunglasses and she's like, he's probably high off of his mind. So he looks (laughs) down and he's like, oh, there they are. There's my sunglasses. Chris, you stupid bastard. And then he like pauses between glasses. He picks up his glasses and that's what it is. Um, And then, yeah, later Harry Styles was at a concert in back at MSG because he's doing a bunch of shows here. And Mm -hmm. he said, uh, I, I took a quick trip to Venice to spit on Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It made me laugh. So I was like, I don't know. I'm. I, by the way, my feelings about Harry Styles is that I never listened to One Direction, but I do enjoy his solo album, and it's mm-hmm. currently like the album that we listen to in the car with the kids. They love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a good time. So but you I'm are not a styler. I'm not a styler. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds. I'm like not a styler, and when all of this stuff was happening, I was so deeply upset about ha- him spitting on. Like he could have spit on anybody. Chris Pine. Chris Pine <laughs> is like he is on a peak right now. Like his whole, the whole "Don't worry, darling" stuff. The only thing that came out of it for me was that Chris Pine is currently my favorite Chris mm-hmm. for sure. I Not think he's Chris. probably he's my he's probably my favorite Chris at the moment. Also, yeah, very he good just looking. Seems like a cool guy. He's so yeah. good looking. And do you remember yeah. that time he was crying at the Oscars because of that? Do Selma I remember? Song? It's something I think about it all the time. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm having a sad day, I just think about Chris Pine crying, and then I have a cry, and okay. I'm like, "Look at me! Look at me!" And Chris Pine having a cry in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he seems like a great guy. You know what he seems like? He seems like, and maybe this is weird, but like he seems like Bradley Cooper almost, but like better. In that I I feel like Brad, I feel like Bradley Cooper loses his shit from time to time. But like Chris Pine seems like the kind of guy, like even if he was irritated in a situation, he'd be like, "I I don't know, guys, like whatever. Yeah, uh, and then he would just, like, move on from it. Like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would lose his cool. Whereas Bradley Cooper, I feel like, if he got upset, I wouldn't want to be around. Um, I don't see a connection uh, in them, other than I think that they both uh, probably do coke. uh, But that (laughs) (laughs) Chris Pine is, like, a fun coke guy. He's more of a pot and coke guy. Bradley Cooper seems more, like, just, like, a straight coke guy. Yeah, he's, like coke and then if it's laced with other stuff that's even better yeah exactly whereas like chris pine is like no it's like pretty pure you're like okay i trust you it's organic all right yeah Yeah. i believe it like he seems like he would like you know um he would like source it responsibly yeah he he would use he would have oxfam coke if (laughs) if oxfam coke Listen, uh, <laughs> Oxfam, you're missing a great opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
But, you know, not far from Venice. Um, oh, wait, one more thing about the Venice Film Festival. So there's like a bunch of other movies showing there, too. And the thing mm-hmm. that keeps happening after they talk about a movie is they keep talking about these standing ovations. Yeah. And some of these movies are getting 15 minute long standing ovations. If I. OK. OK. First of all, too fucking long. Yeah. Too long. Why? No, but. No, but you know, that's the thing, right? At all of these festivals, they talk about, oh, it received like a huge standing ovation or whatever. But that, mm-hmm. you know, they give, it's either with those crowds, with like, especially at like con, con, cans, what do we call it here? Cans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cannies. And, at cannies. Cans is also um, a porn festival, but that's a <laughs> um, There's definitely no Oxfam Coke at cans. No, there's cans. no. No, no, no. Um, anyways, so they always have uh, they always have a standing ovation because usually, you know, it's like American stars or international stars being in the country and that's how they show respect. So it's either it's apparently you either get like um, a standing ovation or you get jeered. So you get booed and stuff during the movie or whatever. So standing ovations don't really mean anything. Really? Okay, but at Venice, they keep saying, like, don't worry, darling, only got a four minute. Yeah, and Some the reviews have... the, the reviews aren't great for that movie. So I think, you know, I think we're done with Don't Worry, Don't Worry, Darling. Okay, I can't wait for it to come out on HBO Max because I will yeah. watch the shit out of it, okay? Yeah. Um, it seems like if, if, if it's going to get into the – it doesn't seem like a movie that would make you want to go to the movies, but it does. <laughs> It does seem like a movie that, like, especially around, like, winter months, like, pop an edible, get in a bed, nice and cozy, watch no, Don't Worry, Darling. Not for me. I would me. love it. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Um, might even do a Patreon episode on it. Um, but these standing ovations, back to this. Here's my thing, though. Number one, could you imagine standing in one spot and having to clap for 14 fucking minutes in a room? My hands would fall off. The yeah, amount exactly. of like mus- musculoskeletal trauma on your hands. Like I hope <laughs> everybody has insurance because that's too long for anybody to be clapping. How do you even have that kind of stamina to clap for that? Clapping for that long. And here's the other thing. Is is everybody just clapping because like they don't know when to stop? Like that's- I wouldn't want to be the person to stop clapping because then you're like, oh my God, she stopped clapping. Maybe she didn't love the movie. And then you're yeah. like. Oh no, Helen Marin hated the movie. <laughs> Why is Helen Marin? <laughs> I, uh, I do wonder about like how how do you know when to stop? Because it's absurd. Any any uh, you know standing <laughs> ovation over fifteen seconds is stupid. Like, what are you waiting for? Any any activity other than like maybe like running or being on the stairmaster, which is my preferred uh, form of cardio exercise, because I'm an old hen. <laughs> Um, and it's easier on my joints. Um, anything like that, like if you're just doing one thing for over 15 seconds or maybe over a minute, it's just silly. Like when do you know, how do you know when to stop? When people leave? Okay, Isn't clapping itself just so weird? Like, can we just talk about the act of clapping? It's so stupid. It's who is so the f- stupid. What? Who decided this? Who was the first idiot who just looked at both hands and went, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Who decided that? And then the thing is, also, we 
tell babies. It's like one of the first thing we tell babies. We're like, yay! And then we, and then the baby starts clapping too. So we're like instilling this stupid way of praising people with smashing our stupid palms together. The best practical use of clapping is actually a clapback because that is actually serving a purpose. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. <laughs> if exactly if I'm in a fight with you, then yeah. it's okay. But yes. this is stupid. This is so Who dumb. decided this? This is so dumb. And also, we look so stupid doing it, don't we? Yeah. And like, as you get older, you become like more mature with your clap, so that it's just your fingertips hitting your palm. Yeah. So you're like going into. Golf is another one where they're doing a lot of clapping, no? Well, that's the golf clap. How long it's is the clapping golf. in golf? Um, now, so is usually... a golf clap better than a regular applause? What do you think? Um, no, so it's a- supposed to be... ASMR-wise, ASMR-wise, I feel like a golf clap is better. Wait, you're saying a golf clap is sarcastic? Sometimes it can be sarcastic, right? You can... No, but that's not a but golf during, clap. Then. During during the actual like uh, like golf tournaments and stuff like that, it is you know it's it is sincere. It's more polite. It's than like a regular. I'd clap. say I'd say a round of soft golf clap is lovely mm-hmm. on the ears. Well, but I so don't think if- they were golf clapping at at Venice Film Festival. No, they were clapping like <laughs> you clap at a wedding. <laughs> what about like clapping at a wedding? How long are you supposed to clap at a wedding? 30 seconds. Well, you no, know, honestly, but- sometimes at a wedding, at a wedding, sometimes when like the bride and groom are coming in and it's like too long of a walk, the yeah. clap dies down because no adult human being wants to be clapping for that long. In fact, this is probably why they started doing like the applause um, signs at like yeah. TV shows. Yeah. Because no human being wants to clap for longer than 30 seconds. Well, so I 30 think seconds if you- even is too long. No, so I think so just like in golf, right? In golf and at a wedding and stuff like that, right? If you if you know like the duration and you can kind of figure out the duration by looking at how far somebody has to go. So at a golf tournament, usually it's after after somebody like makes a hole, you know, after somebody makes a shot or something, they mm-hmm. start walking towards the next destination, right? So you know, okay, I gotta clap until the person gets there and then that's the thing. So same thing at a wedding. But just fucking standing after a movie. And just clapping like a moron for 14 yeah. minutes? Get out of here. At a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clapping at a movie. It's so stupid. It's just, yeah. you know what? We should go back to snaps because I feel like snaps are much better. First of all, they're fun. Snaps are way better. But the problem is not everybody can snap. And I've yeah, got like true. a softer snap. My husband's snaps are borderline assault. <laughs> they're too loud. Oh, he got you, right? He. You were walking on no. the street. He was like, hey. No, no. what? <laughs> also, did you know that the sound of a snap is not actually your thumb and your finger, but actually it's the that. sound of your finger hitting your palm? I learned that like yeah. two years ago. Oh, my God. Me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, I learned it. I learned it from a tweet. And then I looked at my hands while I was snapping for like 45 <laughs> seconds like an idiot. And then I was like, oh. Yeah, it's fascinating. Which is why my mine are not that. Uh, I feel like that's why my snaps aren't that loud is because mm-hmm. I don't think that there's enough space between my stupid fat fingers and my stupid fat palm. So it's like there's just not enough like memento, memento, momentum for <laughs> momentum for there to be enough sound. So anyways, 
Speaking of celebrations, the queen's dead. <laughs> it's terrible. I feel bad. So, okay, we, then, if, if if you recall, okay. we spoke about Buckingham Palace like two weeks ago. And yeah, do you, you think said, I killed her? You, well, I don't think you killed her. I think she was a ripe old ninety six years old. I think it was time. But yeah. um, uh, we were talking about whether or not I'd be excited seeing the queen's carriage, and I said mm-hmm. I could take it or leave it. And she passed mm-hmm. away, and then I thought about it. I was like, you know, I could still just take it or leave it. I'm not really nothing. So it's so funny because I think if I did see the Queen's carriage in real life, I believe I said on record, I'd be excited. I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But then when she died, I was like, once I thought about the death itself and then like all of the hoopla around it and then all of the celebrations of who she is and then like, oh my God, Charles is going to be king and now Charles is going to be on money. Like once I started thinking about these inbred bastards, I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit about this lady. Mm-hmm. Here's that sounds fucked up. Am I sad for Harry and like the family for losing the matriarch of their family? Of course, it's super sad. She's somebody's grandmother. She's somebody's great grandmother. She's a pedophile's mother. I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel sad for her for the family. But I don't really care about her as like a like amazing figure in the world. But mm-hmm. what's weird is all. Well, I guess it's not that weird. Like, I was genuinely sad when Princess Diana died. I was yes. super duper sad. That was I was sad glued too. to the TV for days yeah. over mm-hmm. it. And I would like, I remember when the report came in, we were like where I was sitting and who I was sitting with when it all happened, right? Yes. So, like, her death, I genuinely felt sad for because she was also so young and she had so much going on. And and, it was an accident, right? It was like a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where she died comfortable at home, like her husband just passed away. It's not this like tragedy. I think what's tragic is the fact that, like, in the year 2022, we're still like having to honor this lady who stands for this insane institution that doesn't mean jack shit to anybody, but instead just like represents terrible shit. So that's the thing, right? So obviously there's been like a conversation afterwards, right? Um, and it's like, I'm not somebody like, I'm not somebody who would ever celebrate anybody's passing, regardless of who the person is, because I just, I don't mm-hmm. like. You know, I, I wouldn't celebrate anybody's passing, you know, because like, what do you Donald mean Trump, by celebrate? Donald Trump is going to die in a couple of years. Right. Yeah. Um, and when Ronald Reagan died. Right. There were some people that were like genuinely happy that were actually celebrating like they were like the the witch is dead. Right. Like yeah. those are things mm-hmm. that people say. And and I, I you know, I, I'm just I don't know. I'm I'm uncomfortable saying something like that because I don't know. I just don't like putting that out there. Um, but I think, you know, the I think the conversation about the queen dying and then everything that that was happening on Twitter, especially minority Twitter, um, you know, after it um, and then people being upset by it, I think is very interesting. Right. I think mm-hmm. if you are if you're a minority, if you're if you're if your ancestors were oppressed by the British Empire, which 90 percent chances they were. I think yeah. You have clap a... if you were colonized. Yeah. <laughs> Snap. We're snapping now. Snaps if you were colonized. Yeah. 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 I think then you know you get to react however you want to react, and if that's a joke, if a joke is what makes you feel 
you know, if it makes you feel a little bit better, or if, if a joke is what you feel like making at that point, then go for it. I think the people that have been oppressed ha- get a chance to do that, right? Because yeah, exactly. It's, it's not anywhere close um, to you know, if you want to say it's rude or whatever it is, it's not anywhere close to what you know our ancestors went through. So I yeah. can understand why somebody would be upset, right? I can understand why somebody who's like a big uh, British person, or you know, somebody who's like who really loved the Queen, because I have some friends. <laughs> or fucking are, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, so like Jeff Bezos can go fuck himself, right? Because yeah, that yeah. that that tweet that that lady put out, it was harsh and it was like, yeah. you know, it was it was very loaded and stuff like that. And when I read it, I was a little bit uncomfortable by it because, uh, you know, she's describing an old woman and she's saying that she should be in pain. I, I wish her pain and all this other stuff, but you know, you. Once you once you take like a step back uh, from it and you just you know look at it for a second or whatever like that, you're like you know what? In comparison, this is nothing. This is a tweet compared yep. to like atrocities that were done in the name of the British Empire. Now, did is the Queen the person that did those? No, right? Yeah, well, some of it, yeah, but okay. Well, I I don't know if the Queen did, right? So I mean, I think if you look at if if you look at the Queen, if you look at the person herself, right? Um, you know, she is, she was what, she was 26 years old when she took, she was 26, right? And she was a woman and she ruled for 70 something years or I think 70 years, exactly 70 years or something. Yeah. And the fact that she was able to go through it, um, be in the limelight without that many, you know, without many like, you know, controversies or whatever, that's, I think that's a job well done. I think that as as like a symbol of of like a stupid institution, she did her job, you know, pretty well. Like, well, I the thing know, is, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no. I like I I don't know what our expectation is of that person. Like, what could she have done better? Like, would she? Would you expect her to dismantle the British Empire? Right. Well, the thing is that she, under her rule. African and uh, Caribbean colonies did have to fight for their freedom. And when they, when we talk about their fight for their freedom, it's, it came with blood. Right. So I think when we say, what could she have done better? Well, she could have let it go. She could have let the, the, like by the time she became queen, like they had lost India. Right. And I think that, she could have very well said, maybe it's time for us to let this go because it's not necessary for us to hold on to all these people and all this land. Yeah, but, but the- ultimately that decision isn't, isn't for her to make, right? I mean, the, the royal family doesn't yeah, actually have any power. No, but she did. But she did. So I read a bunch of stuff about it this over this week that I don't remember at all anymore. But it's not like the queen wasn't involved in that. What the queen would often do when there were issues is they would like send the government would send the queen over to try to like make nice and mm-hmm. show the people how lovely she is. Right. But like yeah. she could have denied it. She could have said, no, I'm not doing that. Right. But instead, it's like she's gone to visit her subjects to remind them how loving and wonderful she is yeah. when she wasn't like when she didn't do anything for them and ultimately like all of the jewels all of the shit that the fucking royal family wears at all these coronations and all these yeah. events those are all jewels and resources and and money stolen from our people like Absolutely. The, the crown of princess Eli- or queen elizabeth's crown 
which is now fucking Camilla's going to wear it. Let's talk about Camilla in a second. Good for her. <laughs> but um, that's the, that's the, it's the Kohinoor diamond. And it came, it was stolen from a nine year old prince in Punjab. Like, yeah. it's super sad, right? It so, is. Like, Complete. The institution is completely fucked up, but she is also a product of that institution, right? I think expecting somebody uh, to break out of that institution is kind of a borderline unreasonable ask because this is a person that was... Because then you're looking at like a major philosopher, king, like or king or queen, right? Then you're looking at like an Ahsoka or somebody like that who says, oh, I, even though I was born into this, even though I have all this power... I have by by some virtue I've gotten you know smarter and I realize that this is not right. And that's a hard thing for people to admit. That's a hard that's a hard thing for people to kind of, you know, mature into. I think the thing that bothers me the most about it is that the western world has forever looked at the eastern way of life as mm-hmm. so barbaric and so backwards yeah. and all these things, right? But when you look at the way that Western powers treated treat people of color, they are nothing but barbaric. They are nothing yeah. but inhumane, right? And so I think that idea, right, of like, oh, well, I can't, I just can't break from my institution because, you know, it's just like how it is. But at the same time, your governments and your powers and your armies are like destroying people. Like, that's the thing that's like so fucked up. And I understand that she was like tied by duty, but like, fuck that shit. And I, and, and, and that's why like, I'm not I'm not sad about her dying because she lived a very full life. There's like nothing yeah. to really mourn here. And it's not like she had some like amazing legacy to uphold. Her legacy is very it's very dark and it's very problematic and yeah. there's not there's no good that came out of her being a queen, really. Like yeah. I don't know what she did that was like powerful or good for the people. No, nothing other than, you know, create other than like generating billions and billions of dollars and pounds in tourism. Right. And that's yeah, that the reason why you need the- their country. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, but it went I mean, to their country it didn't ever go to any. There were no reparations. There was nothing given to no, the former colonies. Nothing. So yeah. like I know that like your best friend is very sad about the queen dying. Is he not? Yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious. No, but he's just an you know he's just uh, he's a he's a fake uh, Anglophile um, because he's been to <laughs> he's been to, he's been to London like six times and he says that when he lands he feels like he's from he's really from Calcutta, um, but uh, he, he, he says he feels it in the air and you know that's what uh, you know there's a lot of like dumb they, we watch the fucking Crown what the fuck do you think we're watching the Crown for okay that's no, I'm watching what we're tapping into. I know, but they don't make any money off of us when we watch The Crown. Um, You're still I like watching The Crown. Them. No, I'm not celebrating them. There's yeah. so much dark shit about them on The Crown. <clears throat> there I don't is. think The Crown. I don't think that the Queen actually would want us to watch The Crown because there's too much dark stuff in there. Like I don't think that they would, they would be happy about the things that they're showing on The Crown. Um, I think I think it's pretty whitewashed in terms of the darkness. Even like the Prince Andrew stuff, they just kind of touched on it the past season. They're like, oh, he has a problem. No, he doesn't have a problem. He's a fucking criminal pedophile. You know what I mean? No, I think they're going to get into it. I, I think they're so. going to get into it. I, I, I really hope so, too. Now that, like, now that uh, uh, Grandma Liz. Lucy's Liz has taken a, a forever nap, I feel like that's... Now, you know what I think is real dopey? It's fucking King Charles. What? <laughs> I'm not calling him that. I'm never going to call him that. 
King Charles, suck my dick. Like, I'm yeah. not ever calling you that. Get out of here. Did you see the videos of him, like, sitting down on a desk and he's, yeah. like, shooing away the stationery? Motherfucker, pick it up and move it yourself. You... <laughs> You've been at your new job for what, what one day, and now you're suddenly too big to move a crystal what pen holder over a paperweight. Well, no, but, but that's the thing. I don't think he's too big. I think that's just kind of what he's done his entire life because that's just how he's he's been brought up. Remember we um we talked about this on um, when we did the K3G episode. Um, Arusa oh, yeah, told yeah. us that that there's been <laughs> that she watched a documentary on Prince Charles when he was still Prince, where mm-hmm. they would lay his clothes okay, out. Wait, don't say when he was still Prince. He's still the Prince Charles. Okay, I'm not ever gonna call him <laughs> King Charles. You you watch yourself when you're talking about the king, <laughs> harlot. Um. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So she uh she she told us that she watched this documentary where they would put uh Charles's clothes out. And, uh, you know, there would be times when he didn't like what they picked out for him, but he didn't have the capacity to pick out his own clothes. So he would just put them on and be pissed off about what he was wearing throughout the day. Yeah, they're not even allowed to choose their own clothing. I mean, it's amazing. It's ridiculous. Like, in that regard, like, I understand why. Like, I don't, I don't understand why William is so ugly now. Like, can we. How does that happen? Like, do you have to drink some sort of special potion to be like, well, you're next in line, so time to get fully hideous? Like, what happened to him? Well, I mean, the thing is... No, no. The thing is, is William was only kind of cute because of Diana's genes, right? Look at the royal family, right? Nobody's great looking. Even, uh, what's his name? Prince Philip? Prince Philip, at the end, looked like a ghoul. I think Prince Philip for the last like thirty years looked like a ghoul, right? Um, and he I, I'm like not. Skeletor. Yeah, exactly. And thank God Charles had those kids with Diana and not Camilla. That's all I'm gonna oh say. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, I, I guess who's the, the big person- winner? Who's the big winner yeah. of the Queen dying for you? It's Camilla. Okay. Camilla played the long motherfucking game that one. Honestly, out of everybody, I'm like, she's the only one I have some respect for. Because, um, first of all, she's a monster. Secondly, she played the long game. She was married to a man. She was still (laughs) fucking the prince. And, And, like, the general thing was, like, it never stopped. Like, he got married to Diana, who was an infant. And then he was like, hey, guess what? Um, I'm still just going to kick it with my old lady here. Yeah, We're going to go to our, our special castle for our rendezvous. <laughs> and that's just what it's going to be. And then as soon as possible. I mean, I don't know because I now have to watch it on the crown. Because up until Prince Charles getting married, divorced, divorce was not allowed in mm-hmm. in uh, under like the English like Ooh, church. Law. So. Yeah. What what happened there? I don't. Do know. We I gotta watch it. I, I gotta watch, gotta it watch the crown think... to find. <laughs> no, so I th- I, I, I read like one Wikipedia line, but you know what? I'm gonna wait until the crown comes out. I do remember in like the mid '90s before Diana died that that being a deal where they were like, well, we don't know how they're gonna be addressing her after the divorce, and it was like a whole ordeal, right? Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, she did it. She she was an adulteress. He was an adulterer, and then she's just 
Could you imagine you were one day you're somebody's mistress, next day you're the fucking queen of England? Yeah. They call her the queen consort, which sounds to me like the queen's maid. Yeah. That was a consort. <laughs> it's like consort a set. It's like, like a, a couple of. It's. It sounds a couple of letters away from concubine. <laughs> yes. Or consult. Uh, yeah, consultant. Is she's consultant. a queen consultant? She's she's yes. not an employee. We just have her in as a consultant. So she doesn't get any of the actual benefits of the company, but she's a consultant. So she just gets to say on her LinkedIn that she works for this company. That's what she is. She's a queen yeah. consult. That's what she is. Well, that was a very, very <laughs> dangerous pause you just took there. Uh, um, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. My big winner is uh, the actor Michael Sheen. uh, Because I've been watching clips of him. He's very... uh, He's Welsh. Um, uh-huh. And it's actually been kind of nice because obviously minorities across the world have their reasons for hating the British Empire. Um, yeah. But it's not just, you know, there's other white people that hate the fucking British Empire too. The Irish the have been celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was this clip of him, I think probably like a day before when like the news came out that she was sick or whatever. And he was uh-huh. talking about how the the person next in line has always been um, the the title that they've had as the Prince of Wales, the Prince and Princess of Wales, right? Yeah. And it yeah. was actually, you know, it's not like an honor for Wales. It was a way for England to be like, oh, you know what the 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 person that's going to be king or queen next, we are going to just give them Wales because we, yeah. you know, this is how we're going to rule over you. So he was like, you know, now. Obviously, the history is fucked up, right? Yeah, and it's hard to get over that history. But at the this is at the very least, this is what you can do, England. You know, you can so let's let's make a quick break and just not have the next person be the Prince of Wales, right? Yeah, um, and just make it the Prince of something else. And of course, yeah. now Prince Prince William is the Prince of Wales because yeah. the English are assholes. The English so. are dicks. Now, um, I will say no props given to stupid ass fucking Charles. But as I learned from the Crown, when uh, when Charles was going to um, visit Wales, uh, he was supposed to give a speech in English, but yeah. instead he learned Welsh and he gave his speech in Welsh, which was like yeah. the Queen was like, oh, "How dare you?" Because that wasn't supposed to be something that he was supposed to do. He wasn't supposed to be like doing the thing for the people there. He wasn't supposed to be one of the people. He was supposed to be an Englishman representing England uh, yeah. and not the Welsh. So um, that was nice, I guess. But you know, still. The Welsh would not like you to be here, yeah, exactly. please. <laughs> exactly. Just leave. <laughs> oh, this is great. You're your broken yeah. fucking Welsh. Give me a speech. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went out there. He said, Teen Guna Lagan. And then he was like, <laughs> Hey, look at me. And then they all clap. They all sarcastically <laughs> golf clap. They all mash their palms together. <laughs> Stupid. Fucking now, British. did you. The fucking British. 
Did you see the clips of uh, I I love I love watching all of the people on the internet make comparisons of like body language uh, experts of like yeah. oh look at William and Kate and look at Megan and Harry and like you know <laughs> William is like they don't fucking even touch each other yeah. those two w- William and Kate um, but I also think like they're kind of just they look like a couple that are unhappily married like <laughs> like they look like. They look like some of her friends. Like they don't, you know. Like they look like. <laughs> well, I, I think. Well, I think Kate has always understood uh, how to play the game, um, yeah. and uh, she plays the game very well for the people that are like. First of all, the worst people in the world are these royal mm-hmm. watchers. Anybody who makes their money covering the royals can get fucked. <laughs> so weird. They're just the worst people in the world. So I think Kate knows how to work those people because that's who she really needs to please. Because, you know, yeah. they're going to put out positive stories about her in the media and stuff like that. So, you know, they seem like a loveless couple, but that's uh, probably what's appropriate for um, the English king and queen. So whatever. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then now people, because like Harry and Meghan are obviously walking around like holding hands yeah. and they're all like... <laughs> They're like, look at Megan and look at Kate nicely consoling her husband, a classy woman who doesn't need to be hanging on top of her husband. <laughs> so stupid. Like, so stupid. God. Like, just say you don't like black people. Just, like, just say it. Just say <laughs> exactly. It. That's my other thing. It's like, stop making up excuses. Just say you don't like black people. It's okay. You're a racist. That's fine. So yeah, a lot of just people like, you know what? You know what? We decided we love the crown so much that we're gonna just fully lean in to the way things were before. Yeah. We just don't like black people. Yeah. You know, there was uh like two years ago, the the official queen's like badge, mm-hmm. w- the image on it was an image of an angel stomping out Satan. Jeez. Now, can you guess what color the angel was and what color Satan was? I'm gonna go with a black and white there. Is that where we're going? Yeah, and the angel was not black. So so two years ago, there was this stuff in the news where they were like, oh, in in light of the death of George Floyd, we are going to rebrand this royal brooch. And I was like, okay, that is because they're like, it looked like a white man, you know, putting his neck, his his foot on a black man's neck. I'm like, yeah, it does. But like it did. That's George Floyd dying was the thing that made you go. This is kind of problematic, huh? <laughs> what is wrong with them? It's amazing. It it's really so is. So, but then I wonder, right? So like we are we were all kind of living in the aftermath of the British Empire. Right, which mm-hmm. was white people basically just ruling over minorities for I don't know, I don't know what the history is, but basically like eight hundred years, right? Yeah. Um, I wonder if other people before white people were doing that were as evil. I'm sure they were. I mean, I think it's a natural thing, right? Like I don't you- think the Ottomans were that nice. <laughs> I don't think so. They were like I'm pretty people- sure, huh? They weren't calling people over for tea. I've seen 300. I know how it goes. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think generally that's the thing. That's why it's so ridiculous that there's even, like, a royal family. It's like you're holding on to this idea that we all decided, like, I don't know, 70 years ago was, like, a stupid idea. We were like, hey, this 
this doesn't make any sense anymore. We all decide. I mean, the British decided 800 years ago that um, that uh, you know that the royal that there should be you know somebody else in power, right? That's when they established the parliament or, or whatever. I believe that's what the Magna yeah. Carta was, um, where it took away absolute power from from a royal because that doesn't make any sense. It is stupid. So anybody who's like celebrating that, it's like fine. You want to celebrate it because it reminds you of your country's might and majesty and all this other stuff. I get it. But also, let's not pretend like it was just might and majesty that you're celebrating. You're also celebrating oppression. That is what the might and majesty was. It was going around conquering people. And it wasn't like you weren't like selling them like your ideas. You were conquering them by killing people. So Yeah, exactly. It's not like they were like, hey, we like that you have your own royals in South Asia. Yeah. What if we all banded together and we became like a big royal family? Like they're <laughs> like, no, we're going to murder you. We're going to take your jewels. We're going to make you our slaves. We're going to make big, big houses, steal your resources. Yeah. And then we're going to make you both fight with each other. All five of you fight with each other. And then um, and then we're going to be out. Yeah, it's not like it was like somebody from Beverly Hills Housewives or Housewives of Beverly Hills, like marrying somebody from Shaws of Sunset and being like, hey, let's yeah. have like our own. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be a dream. Oh, what have I done? Oh, what a delight that would be. Um, yeah. Um, now, one more thought about it, I think that I had, which was. Um... You no, love I the think queen. that was it. I think we're... <laughs> you're, you're a Prince Andrew fan. Show us your tattoo. Oh, that's a brand. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so dark. That's so sad. I'm oh, sorry. You made a joke that I was sex trafficked. <laughs> but not by Jeez. anyone. Hey, it's a royal. Oh. It's a royal. How it was an honor. That? That so messed up. Like when you think yeah. about it. It is so yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, they're monsters. And like we just like we're like, yeah, whatever, he did it, whatever, it's fine. He's he doesn't even he doesn't really come around anymore. Okay. You know yeah. one thing that drives me crazy is like everybody talks about like, you know, uh this Ghislaine Ghislaine Maxwell lady and like yeah. Je- Jeffrey Epstein. Why have we still never talked about like all the people that were in their like flight logs? Like when is that information coming out? It's not. I mean, he got murdered for a reason, right? He, you think it's like you, a big cover up? You, of course, it is. You think Jeffrey Epstein, a, a piece of shit who did all of the shit that he did, right? He would just yeah. like this was uh, like too much for him, and he committed suicide. No, of no course way. I know he was murdered. Yeah, but like, who? Okay, let's let's have fun with this as much as mm-hmm. we can. This is very dark. Who do you think, uh, like, was like a, the craziest person you could imagine would be on that? Well, I mean, so like the ones that I do, I think that are most likely on there are probably politicians, right? So like Bill Clinton is probably on that list. Donald Trump is probably on that list. Well, 100P that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who would be like a, now are you looking for like a fun person or, I mean, this is all terrible. No, it's not fun to talk about anybody being on that list. It's just a terrible thing. You're accusing somebody of a sex crime. You think Tom Hanks is on there? Go fuck yourself. If that happens, oh my god! No, I don't believe Tom Hanks is on that no. list. No, if Tom Hanks, if Tom Hanks does something cancelable, yeah, I would have to be on um, 
ending it watch for you. <laughs> I would be concerned about your well-being. Um, what if TC was on it, Tom Cruise? TC, well, TC, I don't believe TC has a penis at this point. I think TC is flat like a, is flat like a okay. Kendall. I don't, I, I don't imagine TC having a penis. I think he removed it because now that makes him more aerodynamic for the Mission Impossible stunts. <laughs> I think you the hang only- on to the plane better if there's, <laughs> you know. The only thing I could ever imagine Tom Cruise doing on Jeffrey Epstein's flight log is actually on top of the plane. Like he's like, yeah, exactly. I'm bringing this plane down. And he punches it and then he brings it down. Because, you know, he's a pilot. He talks about how he's yeah. a pilot all the time. I know I'm aware. Um, all right. Yeah. I mean, it is very dark and sad, I guess. Yeah, there's nothing funny there. Hmm. No, it's terrible. What did you think? How did you think awful. that would go? It's awful. I don't know. Like, what? Do you, I like. What? It's obviously it's all politicians. Definitely yeah. some royals. A hot, tons of Saudis. I mean, the Middle East. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> top dog number one. Yeah. Number one in the Middle East. Okay. There's a reason why we have all this hatred for the for the royals is because we yeah. grew up in Saudi Arabia. Exactly. Um, do you do you think any Bollywood people are in there? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think they would, you know, I don't think they, I don't they think they're They would need to hire Jeffrey Epstein. Exactly. They would just like go outside. Exactly. They would just have would like just... casting couches and stuff like that. Yeah, That's exactly. The way that was... Oh man, the yeah. world sucks. Jeez <laughs> Louise. Why did you take us down this road? We were having so much fun with talking about the queen dying who are yucking it up. Now I'm on fucking... Pedo Airlines with Jeffrey Epstein for some goddamn reason. <laughs> looking at the manifest. <laughs> well, this is on my mind because recently, you didn't watch it, but we did have Real Housewives of Dubai, right? Yeah. And so Real Housewives of Dubai had a really interesting cast. It has uh, it has um, a Kenyan Somalian woman named Ayan. Um, she's mostly, she's like grew up in a Muslim family, but she's like, she calls herself Muslim still, but she just like, doesn't necessarily, you know, talk about being Muslim, Mm -hmm. but she's, she's really cool. She's like super vivacious and like intense and loud, but she's super funny. So she, she's there. Then there's a woman named Lisa Milan who were here. If you saw her, Mm -hmm. you would be in love with her. You'd be like, oh, okay. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Lisa Milan? Lisa L E S A Milan. There's just she's adorable. Her husband is adorable. There's just, she's great. And then there's this woman named Caroline Brooks. She's from Boston. She's like an Afro Latina woman. And then there's a woman named Nina Ali who's Lebanese American. Her husband is Indian. Um, and they're like crypto money rich in mm-hmm. Dubai. Like they're just they're the richest people on the on the show. Then there's this woman named Sarah Almadani, who's Emirati. And she calls herself an entrepreneur, but we like literally ne- learn nothing new about her. And she's super problematic. And then there's this woman named Caroline Stanberry. The reason why Rahasas of Dubai happened is because Caroline Stanberry used to be on the show called Ladies of London, which is one of the best shows Bravo has ever made. It's super funny. Mm-hmm. And she's like this bougie rich lady from London. She moved to Dubai at the end of that show. And recently she got a divorce from her husband of 20 years who was this Turkish guy. But Caroline Stanberry used to date Prince Andrew. And so like at the reunion, she accused Lisa Milan of being an escort. And she was like, I'm an escort. How about you worry about yourself being in Jeffrey Epstein's book? And 
Andy looked at her and she goes, is that he? She, he goes, is that true? And Caroline very casually, she goes, yeah, it is. I knew all of them. I'm like, oh, why God. would you ever admit that? Well, let why me ask you a question. Ever admit that? Why are these people on a TV show? Why do these people deserve to be on a TV show? Get yeah. them off TV. Yeah. Jeez Louise, well, stop watching them. Well, you know I mean, problem. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Every week I call out Caroline Stanbury for being a racist lady, okay? I think you should stop watching The Housewives. No, I am. Instead, hey. you should, we should review OnlyFans accounts because <laughs> I think that is a more honorable endeavor okay. than this bullshit that you're watching. Okay, okay. Let's just switch gears real quick. I have one more thing I want to talk to you about, which is that um, Tom Brady. Oh, now, my understanding is that Tom Brady retired last year. Yes, and he then he, un- he then he he said psych, and then he decided to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tonight he is is the game is still go- going on, right? It, it is actively versus- it is actively going on, and and I wish you didn't uh, mention that because it just uh, shows that I'm skipping f- a football game to be. That's okay. This it's fine. It's fine. Um, now, real the rumor is that this has caused a rift between him and Giselle. Yes. Um, do you think it's fair for Giselle to be annoyed? I think it's, well, obviously, I don't know what the backstory there is. I watched the Tom Brady documentary, um, mm-hmm. and I've kind of done a little bit of a 180 on Tommy Brady, Touchdown Tommy, uh, because he, uh, Tom Brady was probably the athlete that I've hated the most and for mm-hmm. the longest in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't hate Tommy anymore. Um, what, do you, what are your thoughts about Tommy? Just... Uh, as a quick uh, well, as my husband's wife, I don't love him. Yeah. Um, because uh, of the patriots of it all. Um, yes. I think that like it would be ridiculous for anybody to deny that he's like the best athlete, like the best football player to ever come like in our generation, right? Like yeah. it's like I don't know. I think about like when we were younger, there was like Steve Young, right? Yeah. Or like now, nah, yeah, your guy. All of our guys. You know, also my husband's guy. Oh, you know, your husband throws the ball left-handed. Because, because he's young. Well, because he's a moron. He just kept replicating what he saw on TV. So how that's the reason. That's the reason why he throws. A, he only throws a football left-handed because that's what he saw on TV. He does everything else right-handed. I can't Listen. believe it. I still can't believe that that's what happened. <laughs> okay. First of all, calm down. Steve Young is also a lefty thrower. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know so that. Anyway. That's what I'm saying. That, but your husband could have just gone out and started throwing with his right hand, which is his dominant hand. Okay, but, but... he was watching TV and he was just mimicking it. <laughs> okay, like an anyway, idiot. that's not the point. My husband is perfect. Don't say that. Um, but yeah, like I think about like Steve Young when we were younger. Or like, um, what's it called? Uh, Peyton Manning, I guess, is like pretty good. But like, yeah. Tom Brady is like, he's an icon. He has yeah. made him. He, if we had a captain, the captain, it, yeah. like if we have in baseball, it, the equivalent is Tom Brady. So it, it would be ridiculous for anybody to deny that, right? Like he is definitely the greatest player of our generation. Yeah. But this like. It's like, give it a rest, guy. Like, just quit. Like, why are you still working? And you know what? To me, I feel like there's something psychological here that is happening that, like, why can't you just retire happily and, like, be with your family? Well, so, uh, you know, the way that I look at it is 
So Tom Brady, you know, we think of him now as the icon because he's been the icon for like the last 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. But like he was, you know, you know his story, right? Like he wasn't big coming out of college. He wasn't, yeah, yeah, he was, he was drafted in the sixth round. The sixth round is where like not even backups get drafted. That's like where practice players get drafted. So there was, there was absolutely no reason for anybody to think that he would turn into what he did, right? So the fact that he's turned from that guy, like if you look at, you know, when I when you say Tom Brady right now, you get like this image of like this perfect looking man um, in your head, right? Because that's all we've seen. But if you look at Tom Brady at his first like training camp, he was like this fat guy from like Michigan, right? And he has just worked his ass off and gotten himself to be like the greatest quarterback of all times. And, you know, if you watch the documentary, you kind of understand that this is all he wants to do. All he wants to do is play football. Right. So I would. And and the thing is, is like, it's not like he's gotten worse. Like last year, he was still probably, I don't know, top five quarterbacks in the league, if not like top three, if not higher or whatever. And you don't get to play football for that long. Like in general, you don't get to do it. So I would say if he can still do it. And if he can still do it at the level that he's able to do it at, I think Giselle should shut, shut her yap a little bit. A little bit. Oh, my God. No, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. I want to say that way. But because you don't know what kind of uh, agreement that he made with her, right? I don't know what the hell is going on in, in that marriage or whatever. But um, I would say I would say let the poor guy play as long as he can play. Like, what is she? What What's he supposed to be doing at home with her and the kids? Like, he's gone for, like, sure, six months out of the year. But big deal. He's working and he works, he goes to work, he comes home. Like, what do you, what, what is she expecting him to do? Is he supposed to be going out and like getting groceries? Is he supposed to be like taking out the garbage? No, first of all, relax. But six months out of the year for your husband to be gone, for like the father of your children to be gone is a long time. And he's not gone to Mars. He's gone to training. He's just playing. He's just going to play a game. First of all. Tone it down, okay. I'm not talking about Tom Cruise. I'm talking about Tom Brady, okay. Relax. I've come around on Touchdown Tommy. I really like Touchdown Tommy. I know. We. I heard you say Touchdown Tommy already more times than I'd like you to. Okay. I'm touching. I'm touching down there, Tommy, right now. Oh no, no, that's no, no. terrible. Anyway, um, but I think that if if tomorrow Fahad was like, you know what, I think it's time for me to retire. I just want to spend time with my family. Yeah. Right. If he especially if he like made a public statement about it, I'm like, yeah. I want to spend time with my family. And then <laughs> fucking two months later he was like, Man, I'm done. I want I don't really want to be around my family anymore. I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. I'd be like but a- apparently yeah. that was a little bit of a ploy by him at the time because he was trying to get the bucks to do something there's this whole yeah. other backstory about how he actually wanted to go to miami and then that got messed up and then that it gets it gets weird because there's this black coach that used to be the head coach of the dolphins and then the dolphins were asking him to throw it's a it's a whole big thing so apparently like when he made that um announcement about him retiring um, yes. There's some people that say, it, you know, it was done so that their existing head coach at the time, this guy named Bruce Arians, mm-hmm. Bruce Arians retired as a result. And then they have another coach now. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Tom Brady came back because he really actually just wanted them to get rid of Bruce Arians or whatever. So I think it's I think I think uh, Tom Brady is allowed and should be allowed to play as long as he wants to. And I think his family should understand because. 
He's made a lot of money. I mean, not that Giselle needs money or whatever, but, you know, you do... You know, Giselle's the only one where you can't talk about how being married to Tom Brady actually helps her status because it doesn't. Because she's really the doesn't. biggest supermodel in the world. So Now, if, if she was your wife and she said, you know what, I think it's time for you to retire from whatever it is that you do. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course I'm retiring. What are you, crazy? What, what, if, is your, my pa- what if your identity was IT sales and you decided... <laughs> I'm going to retire. And then you stayed home for two months and said, oh, no, I don't know who I am outside of IT sales. What, what, what? No, I would very quickly transition to being the the guy that packs the kids' lunches. That would be my new passion <laughs> in life. I would cut the cut the sides off the breads. That's now, what I, I would don't, do. I don't like Tom Brady for what he did to the, his first uh, wife. I don't think that that was okay. It was. She wasn't, she, she wasn't his wife. Okay. Bridget well, Moynihan? And now you know you know what the rumor there is. Oh my god, what is that? The rumor is she pulled the goalie. Pulled the goalie. And she got pregnant. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but real like as a person who's gotten pregnant twice and as a person who's never gotten pregnant, Raheel, yeah. um, I can tell you that mm, it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> you can't no, just don't... pull the goalie. Okay, what was she poking holes in there? Like I don't want to get into it. Now, I will say, um, I admire Tom Brady a lot for his professional career. The fact that he was quiet while the NFL was going through its social justice stuff and the fact that he had stupid, dumb Donald Trump's hat in his locker room. Now, that was at the beginning of the campaign before Donald Trump became like an absolute, you know, idiot. Not yeah, idiot. Why, yeah. why do you say idiot? Asshole. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit. Um, You know, but, you know, Donald Trump at that point had talked about how they were sending over rapists from Mexico and how they need to ban all Muslims and stuff like that. But he wasn't taken as like a serious candidate at that point. Right. Um, And Tom Brady talking about, well, it's nice to have your friends running for, you know, I'd like to support all my friends or whatever. And then never, you know, backing that up. I think that is shameful and it's stupid. And it's it's um, it's very disappointing that, you know, like the marquee NFL player doesn't speak up or whatever. So my admiration for Tommy Brady is just limited to his uh, football playing. Yeah, apparently you were all in on touchdown Tommy, but let's let's go. I mean, come on. You know who's a guy you should you would like? Do you know who Joey Burrow is? Touchdown! Oh Joey yeah, Burrow? oh yeah. Of course, me and my husband were just talking about him this afternoon. He's the oh, Cincinnati really? Bengals, right? Yeah, you love Joey yeah. Burrow. I know, Always. I know. I'm aware. I've read his tweets from a long time yeah. ago when he was in high school fighting with people about social justice. I was like, yeah, yeah that sounds like me. He's amazing. Sounds like my kind of guy. I mean, I you know we are a big Wentz family here, even though yeah. he no longer plays for us. Um, but you know, he is, uh, he is, uh, didn't get the vaccine. So like, I, <laughs> I know I get that the, I get from Fahad that a lot of, uh, watching NFL especially comes with having to sort of turn a blind eye to some of the shit. Yeah. Like, you definitely have to compartmentalize. He's like, he's like, there a lot of them come from the South. A lot of them can't have these like really just conservative views about things. So yeah. It just, you know, you got to take it with with a grain of salt or whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, those are the things I wanted to talk about. Is there anything that happened to you? Anything that happened to me? Uh, no, it was a big sports day, and it's been just fucking terrible for me. Oh, First, are, bo- you, are, are you losing your um your? I'm fantasies? in. Th- 
I'm in three leagues, and it looks like I'm going to go 0 for 3 today. Hold on. Oh, oh we got nine minutes left. I'm up by 4.14 points. The other person has Chris Godwin. But good news, Chris Godwin is questionable to return. So there's a chance oh, I'm going to win that I love when they one. do that. I love when yeah. they're like, questionable ankle. Yeah. Um, so that's been going on. The 49ers, uh, Trey Lance had a it – was, um, it was really bad weather, so you can't really – um, judge him one way or the other, but he kind of shit the bed today. Uh, all of the teams that I was kind of rooting for, other than the Eagles, I am kind of rooting for the Eagles because, you know, I want you to uh, maintain a happy home. Um, <laughs> the Eagles won, so that's good. Um, the Giants had a nice victory. Um, but before that, in the morning, Pakistan lost the Asia Cup final against Sri Lanka in, a, in heartbreaking fashion, which yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I fucking like I my life is so much easier when cricket is not in my life and I can live that life. Yeah. But anytime Pakistan is good, I let it creep back into my soul and then it just destroys me for some stupid reason. Well, yeah, I so this morning we were uh, we had like a late breakfast around noon. And so we were watching it while we were having breakfast. It was great. And I was like, oh, look, all right. They're not playing terribly. Like, they're fine. Like, and father's like, yeah, they were, they were doing really amazing. And then they let Sri Lanka get like ahead. And during their, uh, whatever, while they were batting uh, Pakistan, it just, it was like, okay, this isn't great, but it's, they have a chance. They have a chance. And then like, I went downstairs to start watching the Eagles so I was just like looking on my phone and at one point it was like uh chance of winning 55% Sri Lanka. And then I looked and it was like 99% Sri Lanka. Yeah, and I was like, oh was, no. It fell apart very quickly. And it's so stupid. Like, oh, cricket, like watching cricket makes me so mean and so like <laughs> fatalistic. I hate it so much. I like, I turn, like I, I say such mean things to my Indian friends and then they <laughs> say such mean things back to me. And I'm like, why are we doing this? well you know who you can thank for that that's right the fucking queen yes exactly that's right Uh, oh what did she do what did she do that was so bad she introduced cricket okay her and her dad wait are you saying i'm a queen fan you're the one that wanted to see her carriage you're the one that wanted to visit buckingham palace you're the one that's been re-watching the crown i believe i really love those actors okay (laughs) um but secondly um I I told you I like the idea that the, these buildings of have existed oppression. For a- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you like the idea of symbols of oppression. You love that. <laughs> no, I just thought it would have been cool to be like, oh fuck, I saw the queen, you know. But like, I I wouldn't have been like, oh queen, I love you so much. I'd be like, oh shit, that's the fucking queen. I would have slashed her tires. <laughs> you would have slashed her tires on her carriage. On her carriage, <laughs> yeah. You would have gotten arrested. Um, yeah. Well, that I understand. Well, well, th- thanks a lot. R.E.P. Elizabeth. Uh, Lizzie. J- Elizabeth Jonas Windsor. Is that her name? I just made it up. 